Welcome to Sister Scriptorians, where we are devoted to learning, likening, and lifting others one principle at a time. Episode 25, Behold, What Desirest Thou? So how did last week go for you? As you practiced meditating and pondering, cleaning up those thoughts, and focusing on the majesty of your Heavenly Father, how did it improve your relationship with Him? Well, I have another question for you to ponder this week, and it's a good question. Behold, what desirest thou? Isn't that a great question to ponder, especially at this time of year? Many of you are moms and you're getting your children ready to go back to school. And it's an and it's a new beginning for them. It's a new beginning for you. After the lazy days of summer, maybe the unstructured activities, maybe your home has taken a beating, maybe you're imagining what is on the horizon for you. Just like your children are getting excited to know what teacher they're going to have and how the next grade is going to be amazing for them and what friends they're going to make. Some of you are in high school and some of you are in college and you're getting excited about these future decisions that are coming up for you. What do you desire? And if you're not a mom and you're not a student, this time of year is still nostalgic for you. It still has the feel of a new beginning. Just like New Year's resolutions on January 1st, it's an opportunity for us to be able to recommit or pause and take reflection on what we want to become. Behold, what desirest thou gets us out of our past and helps us to be able to focus on our future. It helps us to either decide to live large or to live small. And it gives us the courage to stretch ourselves beyond the mundane and the typical that maybe we've been existing in for a little too long and to start envisioning what our awesome future selves are going to be like. What knowledge, what skills and resources and attributes are we going to be in need of in order to be able to move ourselves closer to what we desire? And it is our chance to partner up and co-create that with our Heavenly Father. It opens us up to be more accepting of things being added upon us, to step up to the next level and to up our game in becoming. It's our chance to define the direction we desire our life to go, to pay attention to our thoughts and our feelings and our beliefs and those inner yearnings. Because those are all variables that can aid us in creating what we desire. They will determine how big or small we choose to go. They will determine what our vision and our outlook is. And they can even alter our perception of what our current circumstances are. Our beliefs about ourselves and what our goals when achieved will look like. They can actually either set limits on our future possibilities or they can take the cap off and allow these possibilities to be abundant and without end. We will find it difficult to answer this question if we are too focused on our past. 
on our past struggles, on our past failures. I should say quote unquote failures. I hope you're working at eliminating that word in your vocabulary, especially when describing yourself and replacing it with teaching and learning opportunities. We're too focused on our past when we start confining and holding ourselves back and we start feeling our creativity stunted and we feel stuck or in a rut. We need to pull ourselves out of that type of thinking and get really clear what our desires are. Now, some of us might say, we desire his will to be done. Thy will be done. That's great. So what's he telling you? What's bubbling up inside of you? What is your purpose? What are your interests? What are you supposed to become? Because I believe that if you're working on your relationship with your Heavenly Father, if you're praying to Him, if you're keeping the commandments, if you are worshiping Him and keeping your covenants, then whatever is bubbling up is His will. Because you have aligned yourself with Him. We might say that our circumstances are getting in the way of what we truly desire. And that can be a little tricky. But let me offer this to you. Is it really? Yes, you might say. I desire to find a husband. I desire to have children. I desire to have financial success. Or to overcome depression and anxiety or overwhelm. Or whatever your desires are. Break those down a little bit more. For some of us, those circumstances might not be manifesting themselves at this moment, but it cannot stop you from being able to achieve what you really desire. Let's take obtaining financial success. Well, what is it that we really desire in that? Stability. Security. Wisdom. To be in a position to serve others. To have peace of mind that everything is going to work out as it should for my benefit. Can you take those desires to the Lord? Can you start there? Can you ponder how you can obtain those desires today, right now, and keep working at achieving those desires until your circumstance catches up with you? Can you lean on your Heavenly Father in your desire to be stable? He can help you with that. He can help you to see, to know, and to feel what that is like. What about to have children? Break that down. Your desire is to nurture others, to fulfill your calling as a mother of Zion, to find joy in your posterity, to make a contribution of good to this world. Behold, what desirest thou? Can he help you with those things until the circumstance catches up with you? Can you find people to nurture? Can you still be a mother in Zion? Can you find joy in the family you have here on earth? and make a positive contribution, yes, those desires can be answered. You can take these desires to the Lord, and you can come to see, to know, and to hear what He would say to you about these desires. The question, what desirest thou? And truly answering it with an open mind to be taught could help us with loneliness and conflicts in our relationships self-image discrepancies, and overwhelm and confusion. And the answers to this question can narrow our personal paths to the tree of life, or the lack of answers can broaden it. How so? I believe it is our desires that determine how straight and how narrow our personal paths to the tree of life are. 
It takes us back to the attitude cycle of Laman and Lemuel or Nephi. And you know, I think maybe a better description would be the cycle, which is a measurement of our heart's true desires. Because I really don't like it being described as an attitude cycle because it's so much more. But I definitely do believe that it is a measurement of the inner workings of the heart. And when we aren't future focused and our desires are not aligned with the celestial being we are striving to become, we can get trapped in Laman and Lemuel cycle. Remember, they didn't know the dealings of God, so they murmured and then they rebelled. I think each one of us has experienced this cycle, and this cycle keeps us stuck, stuck in thoughts and feelings and actions that can broaden our roads, leaving us vulnerable to the scoffings of the people in the great and spacious building. Or if the path is too broad and that mist of darkness rises, we can lose track of where the rod of iron is. And so we need to tighten up the path by becoming clear on what we desire. An example of how our road can broaden when we're not clear on what our desires are. An easy example would be taking the word of wisdom. Remember that primary song that teaches you what the blessings of the word of wisdom are? A clean body, a pure mind, a spirit in tune with the Lord. If we follow the word of wisdom and what it says, then our road becomes narrow. And when temptation arises, it's not that big of a deal. Because we're clear on what we're striving for. Not just to keep the commandment, but to keep it because our desire is a clean body, a pure mind, a spirit in tune with the Lord. But if we start making decisions that are contrary, because we're fuzzy on what our desires are, then our road starts to broaden. And when that happens, then there's a lot more maintenance that needs to take place. More circumstances are going to arise. We're going to put ourselves in positions that decisions about how we respond are going to need to be made. But I think our roads can also broaden if you swing to the opposite end of the pendulum when we start overshooting on what this commandment says as well. Because overshooting and restricting beyond what the word of wisdom says can put us on a path that invites shame and judgment and deprivation and rigidness when that mist of darkness creeps up. So that's when we need to follow Nephi's example. So remember, you have Laman and Lemuel's example. They knew not the dealings of God, and so they murmured and they rebelled, which brought about disobedience and a lack of understanding of what they could become. If we follow Nephi, then we begin with a desire to know the mysteries of God, which then leads us to cry unto the Lord in prayer, which invites the Lord to visit us and to soften our hearts through the Holy Ghost then we can choose to believe and we can choose not to rebel. And our obedience invites our Heavenly Father to co-create with us. That's when we start being able to create what we most desire because we are now in alignment with the mysteries of God. So the solution is found in answering, Behold, what desirest thou? With a pure heart, ready to co-create with him, and to be clear on what that path looks like. Our roads can personally broaden for us when we don't hold on to the iron rod, which remember means the word of God. And when we begin to give in to the options that the mist of darkness offers us. 
our future selves, even that future self that is going to exist an hour from now, that future self deserves our efforts to ponder on what we truly desire, to take it to the Lord, and then to create with Him what the path will look like for us as we desire to keep His commandments and to keep our covenants. This can empower us when our circumstances especially are disappointing to us. Don't be confused. You can still answer the question, Behold, what desirest thou? The details of our circumstances may be out of our control, but the true roots of our heart's desires is 100% available to us to be obtained through exercising faith in Jesus Christ. Nephi had a desire. Nephi desired to see, to hear, and to know the things which his father saw in his vision of the tree of life, but to also know about the things in which Lehi testified of by the power of the Holy Ghost. What would he have done to his future self if he hadn't acted on that desire? If he hadn't been future-focused, recognizing he might not know now, but he had an opportunity to know in the future. And when he asked, the Spirit literally said, Hosanna to the Lord, the Most High God, and told Nephi how blessed he is because he believed in the Son of the Most High God and that he definitely was going to see the things his father saw. I even wonder if he was able to see more. So why is this so cool to me? It's because for the second time in the Book of Mormon, we see a man become a prophet because of what they desired, that their desires were answered, that once they expressed those desires of their heart, their Heavenly Father stepped in and His Spirit added upon them, that they were able to see, to hear, and to know. And these things were added upon them because of the purity of their hearts, meaning that their thoughts and their feelings were pure. And these things were added upon them because they believed that the Lord would make it known unto them. So what is waiting ahead for you? What is bubbling up inside of you that maybe you've been pushing down because you thought it was too big? But remember, if you are communing with your Heavenly Father, if you are keeping His commandments, if you are keeping your covenants, what is bubbling up is His desire because you're in line with Him. So what is your future self tapping their fingers about, just waiting for you to figure out and be bold enough to answer the question, what desirest thou? Some of you already know. I know it. So what are you waiting for? He who is abundant in goodness is waiting to hear from you. It's time you answer that. Sister Scriptorians, I challenge you this week to meditate upon the question, Behold, what desirest thou? And to become really clear about what you want to see, to learn, and to know. Remember, our circumstances might be beyond our control, but that can't stop becoming what we most desire. Have a good day.